line a win. Uh, there's some stuff out of the football game that don't exactly make you happy if you're an Aggie fan. But boy, Ike Larson made some plays. A key pick six late in the ball game got the Aggies out to finally a 41 to what was it 24 a point game at that time after the Mike Larson interception and run back for the touchdown but then here comes Hawaii again a couple more times to make the ball game interesting they kick a field goal with about 20 seconds to go and then the Aggies do recover the second time they try an onside kick so twice they tried onside kicks it didn't work but in the end Utah State does win the football game 41 to 34 uh, despite being outscored 17-7 in the last quarter and things got a little tenuous and all of that but Again, tonight we would have you join with us with your texts at 435-339-0321. Yeah, Ike Larson's interception return made it 41-24 with 4.33 to go. And all of a sudden, the Aggies saw them score quickly on a 69-yard run within a minute. And then another three and out. The Aggies finished the football game offensively with three straight three and outs as they went to total conservative play calling and all. Couldn't open up a running lane at all. And then Hawaii did have that last 14-play drive and had to kick a field goal. Uh, But 41-34, final score. Al Lewis and Eric Franson here tonight with you. We'd also love your calls if you've stayed up late tonight. Again, at 753-5868. Hawaii gets 541 yards. Most of that is in the second half. Most of that is in the fourth quarter. They threw the ball terrific. They had many pass plays that were completed that were called back by holding calls in this game. I mean, they really, really uh, were the um, the better team in some ways down the stretch offensively for sure. Uh, the Aggie defense, though, again, did give up a, a number of huge plays tonight. In fact, Eric, that may have been about as many explosive plays as the Aggie defense has given up all year long to Hawaii. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were. I was trying to track this through the game. I think I've got them down for nine. I've got one, two, uh, let's see. And they only had... But what? there were more that were completed, yes, yes. but were taken off the board because of penalties. And yeah, Utah State gave up got a eight. lot of yeah. big plays today. And uh, give credit to Shager. I mean, mm-hmm. gosh, that guy could sling it all over the, all over the field. But uh, that, that Utah State defense was uh, was kind of exposed today. They struggled. They they gave up big running plays at different times of the game. Two running backs almost got 100 yards against them. They did bow up at the goal line, though, when the guy they got it did. down to the one. And they stopped him, made him on fourth down half, rather than getting the touchdown and then having just to get you know, the onside kick for a field goal uh, to tie the game or whatever they would have decided to do with a two-point play after the touchdown or whatever. But... Again, uh, the defense did shore up there at the goal line and made plays, and I noticed they did make some quick substitutions right before they got the ball at the one-yard line there where the guy almost scored at the end of the ball game. But, I mean, it gets a little too scary because really for up until about the last four and a half minutes of this game, you felt like Utah State was in command the whole game, and this is the first time they've won leading the whole way in a game this year. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly things to be concerned about with what the defense gave up, but Look what the offense did. I mean, Calvin Tyler Jr. again runs for more than 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Cooper Legault, probably his best game as a quarterback, the way he was throwing the ball, keeping the the uh, um, uh, the, the, the chains moving for his team, doing some of the work with his legs as well. Three touchdowns thrown. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, w- he gave up some sacks in that second half where he didn't throw the ball away or just wasn't quite aware of how close the, the defense was coming in on him. But, um, you know, nice, nice game for the Utah State offense. 
certainly there are some big takeaways from the defense. They they gave up some stuff, but they also took away some things yeah. too. We need to give some credit. Turnovers to four the, to nothing. To the takeaways yes. for Utah State. Three, uh, one fumble on the punt that was muffed, and three interceptions by the Aggies tonight. Hunter Reynolds got another one, and Ike Larson got two, including the 37-yard return for a score by Larson. He he's definitely. It's amazing the plays he makes on the field. Well, and besides those takeaways, he had one where he pressured Shager, and uh, Shager throws, tries to throw it away but can't get it far enough downfield and uh-huh. is credited with intentional grounding. And so uh, just a pressure off the edge for Mike Larson as well. So great uh, performance there for Utah State. Well, specifically for Ike Larson. I think you have to call him one of the players of the game today for Abs- sure. Absolutely. And I mean, in Calvin Tider with a touchdown catch and also a touchdown run uh, coming back from the concussion protocol. Uh, but he couldn't squeeze through like we've seen in some games where finally we get a chance in the fourth quarter to kind of run the clock and get through the lines. We couldn't do that to Hawaii's defense tonight. In the end, we have the three straight three and outs at the end of the game offensively uh, with the football. Uh, to you know, All we have to do is convert one or two of those third downs and short we don't have to worry about the rest of the football game like it got to be yeah a couple of series that kind of left us scratching our heads watching the game tonight the uh the series that utah state had near midfield their side of the field but close to midfield at the end of the, first at the end half. of the first half 57 seconds on the clock three timeouts and super conservative let the clock roll out and just go into the locker room without really pressing anything downfield uh and then there were several series there in the fourth quarter late where pretty conservative play calling. Let's just run it up the middle. Uh, let's just chew clock, force them to use their timeouts, but not you know, playing keep away. I mean, they, they were giving – they're playing with fire there, giving Hawaii opportunity and hope that they could come back into it, and they almost got it. They almost did. Again, the Aggies led 41-24 to 24 with four and a half minutes to go in the game. And it ends up a minute later, it's 41-31. And all of a sudden, it goes to 41-34. And uh, we did recover. Uh, Quinn had not. Uh, again, the last onside kick kind of went off his hands. But he's able to go back and get that and not give him one last chance in the game. So, Aggies win at 41-34. We're into Sunday morning. We'd love to have you join with us. We hopefully will hear from coach and players over in Hawaii as well. Our phone number is 753-5868, 753-KVNU. And again, our text line, 339-0321. If you'd like to uh, make comments on the game, I'm sure you've got some things to say. We'd love to hear from it. Ryan Bohm, incidentally, uh, he uh, came up with uh, – he's sick – and he was going to be here tonight, and he, at the last minute, came up with a, a sickness and can't be here. He apologizes, and he was mad that they didn't go for something at the end of the first <laughs> half as well before he yes. fell asleep from his sickness. So he let us know that. We'll be back with more, Eric and I, and you, on our Aggie Call post game. Again, we're brought to you by Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning. Remember to get that furnace looked at for the winter coming up. And call 752-7272. Set that up on Monday. One of our good sponsors. And if you need something brand new as far as a furnace goes, they've got it too. Advanced uh, Heating and Air Conditioning. Alpine Home Medical has been around for over 25 years. Can you believe that? Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. What keeps us coming to work every day? We're passionate about caring for you. From home and bathroom safety to transportation, mobility, recovery, oxygen, sleep, and more, come into any of our 10 locations today and let us take care of you. Visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. 
The Young Automotive Group is proud to announce Young Truck and Trailer Center in Cache Valley. Whether it's heavy equipment trailers, horse trailers, race car trailers, or cargo and utility trailers, we're excited to offer some of the finest trailers and flatbed work trucks to Cache Valley. Our team of experts look forward to helping you find the right truck or trailer to fit your needs, with competitive prices offered on every make and model for sale on our lot. With our extensive inventory, you'll find the best deals right here in Cache Valley. Young Truck and Trailer Center, just off Highway 89 in Logan. Think young, drive young. With inflation at record highs, why buy new if you can repair your current machine? Daryl's Appliances factory trained technicians spend hundreds of hours in training each year to ensure your appliance is repaired right the first time. You can have peace of mind. They offer no risk service, meaning if you want to purchase new instead of repair, you can apply up to $95 of your service call towards an appliance purchase. See store for details. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. Nothing compares to the warmth and feel that a wood stove provides. The two-time Best of Northern Utah winning team says there's never been a better time to replace your old inefficient wood stove and install a new energy-efficient EPA-certified Vermont casting wood product in your home. The U.S. government is offering federal tax credits of 26% on your wood stove install. For Vermont casting units, that includes stoves, bending, and labor. Call or email Advanced Fireplace and Stove for a free in-home estimate. Call 435-752-7272 or go to advancedfireplaceandstove.com. It's KVNU Aggie Game Day, brought to you by Alpine Home Medical on News Talk KVNU and Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Appreciate you joining with us tonight, Al Lewis, again, uh, if you uh, stayed up. Uh, I don't know, if you couldn't watch the game, which a lot of people probably could not because of the pay-per-view and the apps and using the computer and all those things in this game tonight, let's just recap for you what happened. Hawaii got the ball. The Aggies won the toss and elected to defer. And Hawaii got one first down. Actually, two of them. They had a 12-yard pass play and then a 31-yard pass play right off the bat. In fact, they're the first team to throw for 300 yards against the Aggies in a game since Hawaii did it last year against Utah State as they threw for over 300 yards last year in Logan. But eventually, they punted the ball to the Aggies. And it's the second straight game, Eric, where... The Aggies score in the second play of the game, a touchdown pass. This one, 68 yards, longest play of the season for the Aggies to Josh Sturzer, the tight end. Yeah, it was nice in that first half, two touchdown passes to the tight ends. And then we didn't see much of them after that. But great to see some tight end action, which we really haven't seen much of this year. Another 28-yard play for White. Listen, this, look at all these big plays. Then they are off the field. And uh, they gave it to the Aggies. And then the Aggies come down and got it near midfield. But then there was a delay penalty. They were just trying to – they couldn't get the first down. And they punted the ball. And here's Jamie Nance, again, recovering a fumble by the opposing team. Second uh, – that's third, third time this year. He's done it against Wyoming and against New Mexico and now Hawaii. So three straight games he's been able to recover a fumble. Well, he's so fast. He can get downfield and he gets in the right position. And just being that close – when you're trying to feel the punt, you can feel his pressure there, and then he's quick to respond and jump on the ball right away, and uh, great awareness and just being quick to uh, the the action that it's, as it's taking place. Really, a, a, a bad feeling about the offense here. They take the ball at the seven yard line, and they get a three yard reverse where it looked like maybe Cobbs was going to throw, and then they have two incompletions, and they have to settle for a field goal out of that is all. So they're up ten nothing at the end of the first quarter. But Hawaii scores on the second play of the second quarter after a 43-yard run 
took the ball down to like near the goal line, and eventually then there's a uh, a, uh, a touchdown pass to Pakeke. So all of a sudden it's a ten to seven ball game, fourteen thirty nine to play. And then what was really impressive to me though was here's Utah State. We haven't seen offensively again after kind of New Mexico. They scored early and then they slowed down and all and had to settle for field goals and things against New Mexico. That was when Cooper Legault really did a job. He went four for four passing, or actually five for five on the passing the next series. They went 75 yards, eight plays, and it's Brock Lane, the tight end, who makes the catch. 11.35 to go, so it's 17-7. And then credit to the Rainbow Warriors. They come right back and get a field goal out of it. Aggies, uh, makes a 49-yard field goal, so it's a healthy field goal by Shipley. And that makes the score 17-10, eight minutes to play in the first half. Then the next time the Aggies get the ball is their first three and out of the game. And now it looks like the coach is getting set up here. So it looks like we're going to go to post-game in Hawaii and be able to hear from the coach. Well, uh, rough trip, but, man, excited about the win. I told the guys that I will never, ever take a win for granted, especially on the road. Leave on Thursday. Not an easy trip to get here. About a thousand distractions to uh, to get the guys looking in the wrong direction, and I thought we uh, we played really well. We didn't play our best. We obviously made a lot of mistakes that didn't allow us to really put this game away like we'd like. But um, we give them credit too. Their offense is starting to click and know what they're doing. And defensively, they made us struggle at times, especially in the in the third and fourth quarter when we really needed to go down and drive and put it away. They just wouldn't go away. I told Timmy at midfield, man, just keep doing what you're doing because you can tell these kids are excited. They're playing hard. They're gonna, it's going to be a really tough road trip for a lot of people in very near future. Uh, I'm not looking forward to time to come back here. But enough to win. Uh, the turnovers created by the defense were awesome. Not turning the ball over offensively, huge. And uh, to create another tur- another turnover on, on, on our punt team, Jamie and being right there to, to make a play, man, just keeps showing up. So really, really proud of that. Back to five and five. One step closer to bowl eligibility, which is something we really want to be a part of. I'd, I'd love to take this group to a bowl and, and celebrate how hard they've worked and just keep building on what we're doing. But uh, that's going to prove to be difficult, too. Two very, very tough opponents ahead. So I'm hoping we get back, get healthy, get some rest, and, and play better next week. So what questions do you have? Coach Anderson, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. Uh, explosive plays tonight, especially in the first half, including a couple with your tight ends. Uh, how how big of a deal was it to get some explosive passing plays and get those tight ends involved? Yeah, I've been you know been wanting to get them more and more involved all year, and we've talked about it. I've had some things designed truly to get them involved, and just had hadn't uh, haven't hit them. But tonight we did, and we hit them when we needed to. Both those guys getting in the end zone is just a great payoff for how hard they work and how hard they block, how unselfish they are. Uh, that, that was huge. I, I do believe it will only benefit our offense to spread the ball around more to more people and, and make us more difficult to, to defend and like to see that continue. That's a trend that we need to continue. We're good, guys. Coach Patrick Mahon with the Ag Ship. Another big night for Ike Larson. Uh, pick six, had a couple big plays uh, tackle-wise. What did you think of his performance? Yeah, every week this gets better. He's, he's got a phenomenal career ahead of him. Love that he's wearing our colors. It's good to see a, a hometown kid just, just, just play better every week. 
he always tends to be calm in the moment when it's most critical. And that was a game that uh, was seriously uncomfortably close. The the pick six came at a huge time, but some of the pass breakups he had and tackle forcing the forcing the play there to get the um, the um, intentional grounding just just as critical of the play in, in this kind of game. So. He's gonna he's gonna have a phenomenal career. Uh, can't wait to see how he progresses and grows and develops. Hey, Coach Al Lewis, back at KVNU. What about Calvin coming out of concussion protocol and having another 100 yard game? Two scores tonight for Calvin Tyler. Yeah, yeah, huge because we we it would have only taken one minor setback and without him. So he he did what he had to this week and, and did well. Um, he's playing extremely well, very comfortable, poised, frustrated a couple times tonight, but, but went right back out and extended a couple plays that could have been bottled up, moved the chains in a couple very, very difficult situations. And, uh, and we need him to keep doing that. I'm glad he's healthy and glad he was able to play because it was not a given. Was that decided, Coach, early in the week, or did you have to wait till right before you left to go to Hawaii to see if he could play? Well, he had a he had a good enough first few days of the week that we were bringing him regardless, expecting it to be a, a game time decision. Um, concussion protocol is pretty straightforward, and he didn't miss any of the days. Had no setbacks, had no symptoms of any kind. Um, so he was coming. Because he he did you know Jacob South did not make it. He was under the same protocol and just didn't have as good a response uh, on a daily basis. So we're fortunate that Calvin did so well, had no setbacks, and was able to play like he did tonight. Coach uh, Jason Walker with Cash Valley Daily. Uh, Late in that first half, you guys got the ball back like 57 seconds left and run a couple of plays and drain the clock out. Were you trying to – I mean, were you just trying to run the clock out or were you looking maybe aggressive? Like what was the what was the plan for that last drive? We're, we're hoping we could pop a play real quick, but we were – and honestly, the wind changed a little bit on us, getting the ball back in the third quarter. Absolutely did not want them to get the ball back with the wind right there and potentially get a field goal. Uh, so – had we popped a play and had a productive play, would have gone and gone ahead and used uh, used that opportunity. But we we busted the very first play and went backwards, and at that point, uh, just did not want any opportunity they might go down and, and get a field goal. Hey, Coach, I'll, I'll catch one more then. Um, Coach, you're, when you go back and look at this film, you're probably going to see your defense so close to getting the quarterback all night long, and I think you only got him maybe one time in, in the game. You were so close with your pass rush tonight that didn't didn't get him. Yeah, frustrated, really frustrated, as a matter of fact, because we were all around him, uh, hurried him, forced him to, to get rid of the ball, but Give that good kid credit, man. I think he's got a, a, a bright future. In this office, it's perfectly. He is not afraid to sit there to the last second. Reminds me a lot of watching Bonner play. You know, the kids out of out of Dallas, they throw the ball a lot in Texas at 7 and a lot of spread offenses. So um, he was tough to get to. We 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 were frustrated most of the night. Did enough, but but thought we might get to him more than we did and just uh, just got close a lot. 
Coach Jake Ellis of the Utah Statesman. What did you see from Hunter Reynolds tonight? He had an interception. He's also there on that crucial uh, goal line stop when Hawaii was forced to kick a field goal there. Yeah, I mean, that kid's been solid. He's a captain almost every other week. One of the best leaders we have. Just gets better and better. The break he made on the crossing route went perfectly. A couple of other big hit, hits, too, down the sideline. He's, uh, he's having a coach on the field. He knows they're where everybody's supposed to be. He tends to get everybody in the right spot. And um, just, to, to me, has maximized his career. He's getting looks by the, by the next level, uh, which is awesome. And I think he gets it because he's so efficient and he's so smart. And he just always ends up in the right spot. He had a, he had a missed tackle he'd love to have back, but it made up for it with the, with the turnover and a lot of smart, smart play. Anybody else? All right, man. I'm going to get on a plane. Thanks, guys. <laughs> they have a, a charter that they, again, want to get back to Logan, I'm sure, as fast as they can. So that's the coach. Uh, I would imagine that Doug will probably bring in. I'm talking about Doug Hoffman. Yeah, it looks like Ike Larson is coming in to join. So we'll hear to from Ike Larson Ike here. Ike Larson, you guys can just go ahead and ask Ike questions. Hey, Ike, Al Lewis from the radio station. Again, just it, the pick six, uh, you had the other interception, you rushed the quarterback. I mean, you were all over the place again tonight. Uh, talk about the touch, uh, the pick six touchdown. Uh, that's just a game plan deal. We read the receiver splits all week, and, uh, you know, when the time came, we, we saw the split, and I seen it, I jumped the route, and so it was just all game plan stuff right there. Ike, uh, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. Uh, just uh, how good of synergy do you have with uh, Hunter Reynolds right now? You guys uh, made quite a tandem back there tonight. All right, what's that? Just uh, how, how, how much uh, chemistry synergy do you have with uh, Hunter Reynolds right yeah. now? You guys made a really good tandem back there tonight. Yeah, no, we have a, we have a good chemistry. It's been building over, you know, since last year when we got here. So it's, it's nice to be able to, you know, know that. Trust me, and I can trust him, and just have each other's back. And uh, so it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's fun. Hi, right, Jason Walker with Cash Valley Daily. Uh, the secondary seems to have a knack for making these big plays uh, in big moments. Like, what's gone into that? Where you guys are usually able to get uh, timely interceptions in a lot of these games this year? Uh, I'm I'm asking the same question you are. I don't I don't know, but it's 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 pretty cool. What a guy! What a guy! I felt, what a prison! I, I felt it coming, so it's just—it's just awesome. It's cool. Any other questions for I? Okay. So that's Ike Larson again with the interceptions. Two of them tonight, one for a touchdown. It looks like Calvin Tyler Jr. is now coming in to take yeah, that. You. So here's, you here's guys can go ahead and ask Calvin questions. Calvin Al Lewis from KVNU and Logan. Uh, what the feeling of possibly going into the week knowing maybe you might not play and then having a game like you had tonight, two touchdowns and over 100 yards, what's your feelings about that? 
uh, first off, everything goes to the good Lord above. But, um, I knew kind of like I was going to play, but just staying ready and prepared and being God's feet, and it wasn't, it wasn't nothing. Like, it, it felt good. I kind of knew I was going to play. Then I'll follow up also. Why did it get so much harder to run the ball towards the end of the game than it was for maybe the first three quarters in some ways in this game? Uh, guys, they, they, they're a good team at home, and uh, we knew they was going to keep playing hard. So that's what it was. They kind of like, like uh, the word, coming in real hard. So make balance, and they had an extra defender. So they had more guys in the box. They kind of knew we was going to try to run it out, and that's what they did. They had more guys in the box than us. So that's why it's like a little more, I would say. But I feel like we had a great round. Making sure we finished the finish these games like this so we wouldn't get this close. And I'll ask one more. You're so wide open on that pass play. Did you know that was going to be that wide open when you ran that play? Uh, like I told the guys over there, Scotty them, that um, honestly, I only ripped that play one time, and it was yesterday. Walkthrough, so and it, and it was open, so I kind of feel like it's gonna be open, but not that open. And my, my uh, job was just to uh, catch the ball, and that's what I did. That's cool. It felt great, it's definitely. Calvin, Utah statesman. Uh, uh, in addition to yours, a couple other times uh, the offense was able to get into a lot of open space behind Hawaii. Was there just Something you guys saw coming into this week that you knew you just had some that you could get into that much space? Definitely, especially when we play our game, the football we know how to play. That's when things happen like that for us. And uh, I feel like we got, got back to ourselves tonight. And uh, like I said, we're going to get back to the drawing board and uh, get better. So it felt great tonight. Like Brian Preets with kslsports.com. Um, I'm just looking at the numbers from tonight. Uh, 16 completions for Cooper. Seven of those went to running backs and tight ends. What does that do for the offense when a, the quarterback is able to distribute the ball a little bit more evenly? Uh, they, they go. I feel like they open the box more, so that's what you want. I, um, for sure, I think they was like in a four-one box today, and it felt great looking at like both of the tight ends get a touchdown today. The to man. It made me smile, almost made me cry seeing them guys get, getting that end zone. But it was definitely, I think the check downs has always been there this year, and I'm glad we're sending it now and uh, making, it, uh, making it count, making them guys pay for uh, not playing to us. Calvin, uh, Jason Walker with Cash Valley Daily. Uh, what was it like for you to have a bit of a bounce back game individually where you had those 100 yard rushing games earlier? Hadn't done it for a couple of weeks, but you do it again tonight. What was that like to bounce back a little bit? I said I was going to come with it this game, no matter what, I was going to stay locked in. I think I uh, prepared better this week. So definitely, I feel like I'm going to take that approach moving on the next couple of weeks. And uh, it felt great, most definitely. And like I said, I got to give all the credit to the good Lord.